What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with... His co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. Today, we got an amazing episode for you. I'm going to let Kyle take point here because he planned this one out. This is something he really wants to get out there. And frankly, I agree. You know, this is something need to be said. So what are we going to be talking about today, Kyle? So today, we're going to talk about not only how to lose weight, but also keep it off. This is going to be our full comprehensive guide of just everything that you need to know. And the reason I wanted to really talk about this and just have an honest conversation, you know, even if you're someone who potentially isn't overweight, even if you have five to 10 pounds to lose, I truly believe that every single tip here will help you out. And I just, I feel like this needs to be said. So after doing some research recently, um, you know, especially with COVID and everything, I've actually found that the obesity rate is now up to over 40%. It's closer to the 45% mark, as well as the overweight rate is now approaching 80% in America. So I just feel like this needs to be said, the tips that, you know, and especially if you go on Instagram, if you search like for actual fitness advice and nutrition advice, like there's a whole lot of nonsense here. You already know if you've been listening to Josh or myself, or even if this is your first episode, we do not give you nonsense. We do not sugarcoat things. We're here to give you the real honest truth. And that's why we started coaching. And that's why we started this podcast is to be real and upfront with you. So let's jump into what most people focus on. Someone wants to lose weight. They want to lose 30, 40 pounds. They're going to just start doing the most drastic things that will never work in the long run. You want to give a few examples of what most people focus on? Most people focus just on all the wrong things. You know, it's a natural tendency. I mean, I'm the same way. Like if I want to get something done in my head, I'm like, what's the easiest, fastest, you know, least struggle, struggling way to do it. And, you know, the problem with that is I can prime your mind to just look to a bunch of these more gimmicky solutions. Um, There's a meme I saw that was pretty funny. You know, it was like, uh, that big ship that got stuck there and then like the little excavator trying to dig it out and it said like fat burners was the little thing and then the big ship was weight loss you know like it's just funny because people look for these little little components to try and solve a large problem and the honest truth to losing weight and keeping it off is you need an overhaul of your fitness and health you don't need to never eat junk food again you don't need to you know take a ton of supplements you don't need to do these weird cleanses to jump into the latest diet phase you know that's not it at all those are very short-term solutions if if they're even solutions you know I don't even know if I'd go as far to call it that but once again I can't really blame people for wanting to do these things like you know the thought of oh if I put this little sticky thing on my stomach and it electrocutes it a little bit and it burns off my fat and I have apps like I wish I mean if that was a thing you know I'd be talking about it all day and tomorrow but it just really isn't the case so you really need to narrow in on like what's important and kind of block out the noise because it's just it's an easy thing and it's almost a fallacy to get caught up in this minutia and then to be upset when it doesn't have lasting results you know because you've done these quick solutions even you know i was watching one of our favorite youtubers um we both uh, like watching vlog creations these funny dudes from florida and they're both talking about how they wanted to lose weight so they just stopped eating for a week right and fasting mm-hmm. is interesting in particular fasting has some great uh research behind it but like is the healthiest way to be like, oh, I'm getting overweight. I'm not going to eat food for an entire week. Probably not. Because the problem with that too is then after that week, you want to reward yourself and you want to eat everything inside. And it becomes kind of this vicious cycle. And that's why there's a statistic out, you know, that 
America and, you know, in general, the world doesn't have a weight loss problem. And you're going to be like, what are you dumb? No, but like, bear with me. Everyone has lost weight. Like if you're listening to this, you probably had that time where you lost five pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds. The problem is keeping it off. You know, statistics show people can lose weight, but they really do struggle to keep it off. So in this episode, we wanted to dive in, you know, to our whole philosophy and what we do with coaching, which is teaching you how to lose weight and lose weight for good. Yeah, super, super well said. Like some of the biggest things I see nowadays are like intermittent fasting, you know, going keto and having zero carbs, doing endless cardio, only clean eating, fat burner supplements, juice cleanses. Like some of this stuff will work. Like, don't get me wrong. If you do a juice cleanse, you will see the scale go down. But what's going to happen after that? What's going to happen six months from now, one year from now? We just, we want to make sure that you're not another one of you know, the people in the statistic, right? And that's what we're here for as the number one transformation coaches is to give you real raw advice. So I'm going to jump into my favorite tip. Like these are the most important factors. Like I made a post the other day about how I'm a huge fan of focusing on the 80-20 principle. What's the 20% of stuff that I need to do to get 80% of the results? Most people right now are focusing on the 80% of the stuff that's only going to get them 20% of the results, aka cleanses, burnt, fat burn is like, you know, only clean eating, all that stuff. So let's jump into it. Number one is just simply staying within calorie range and hitting protein. This has been proven over and over and over again to be so, so, so important. And a couple other things that I wanted to talk about, like past that, is that typically speaking, we overestimate our calorie intake by 20 to 30%, right? So a lot of people may think they're in a calorie deficit. They might think they're doing everything super well, but because they're eating in front of a TV, because they're snacking a ton, because they're not weighing foods out, we end up eating way more, therefore not losing any weight and potentially putting it back on, right? So once again, one of the biggest things, you really need to make sure that you're in the proper calorie range. You're hitting your protein because that's going to help satiate you, help you with muscle um, gain, muscle maintenance, and all that good stuff. And just kind of like a 1.5 is just simply having less foods, uh, less fast foods. Um, and, and this is the reason is like, once again, I'm a huge fan of flexible dieting, eating fun foods, like fitting cookies in and stuff like that. But processed foods are actually designed to make us want to eat way, way, way more. And studies have shown that we usually consume an extra 500 or so calories simply because of it. Right. So once again, just getting a hold of this, eating more whole foods, you know, hitting your calorie range, keeping track, using my fitness pal. You know, Josh and I have been using my fitness pal for over eight years. This alone can solve every single problem, but it's not the end all be all. And I wanted Josh to even just jump into strength training as well, because this is where a lot of people forget about it. They just they eat well, they run seven times a week and they expect everything to get better. But truthfully, that's not the only solution. So Josh is a strength training expert. So I'd love to hear from him. Yeah, like truthfully, um, you know, once again, if you have a great diet, you can balance your intake, you'll you'll be fine. Like you won't be overweight whatsoever. You know, like at the end of the day, you know, I think if you really nail that nutrition, you don't lift. Um, visually you look good in clothes, you know, you look normal, but what you'll really lack is you'll lack any, you know, muscular ability. In particular, um, women are the best example because we'll get girls that sign up, you know, that look they're like, you know, and close everything. They're great. Um, you know, but they kind of fall in that bucket of skinny fat in the sense that they don't necessarily lift out or they do too much cardio, you know, they're cardio bunnies as you call it. And guys can be cardio bunnies too. I've seen both sides. Right. Um, but the problem with that is and eating well is like, yes, you'll be lean, um, but lean muscle actually just improves the density and the curvature and shape of your muscle, you know, like a good shapely muscle is just the difference, right? It's like, 
even a good example is like, you know, a butt for instance, right? Like if you look at some people, you know, you can just tell they don't work out like it looks fatter. Whereas some people that are, you know, really more athletic and active and they're training, you know, you have a strong, strong glutes, right? And it's a random example to make, but I find it's one in particular that really stands out to where you can tell if someone's trained or untrained. But the difference there is, you know, everything's lifted. It's tighter, especially with like the under area of fat. You'll see that in both men or women. Uh, you'll see that hanging down, right? And once again, it gets the best of us. But that's why it's important to have a lean, tight tricep and you won't have that. You know, there's an old adage that Arnold said that I kind of like is a good, uh, you know, measuring stick is that if it jiggles, it's fat, right? But when you have lean muscle, dense muscle, um, it's going to stay on a lot better. But this doesn't also negate the importance of nutrition. You know, Kyle's parameters, they were awesome. These are things I really try to optimize for people and get going because it's really just about, you know, main, maintaining your calories. And it's not to say you can never eat out and have fun or anything like that, but it's really trying to make the core of what you eat great. That's why we really like the 80-20 rule, you know, to try to have at least 80% of your foods be good, nutritious foods. And if you say, what's nutritious foods? I'd argue most people do know, like if it's something you would argue, this is healthy for me, it makes me feel good. It's not a super dense calorie option. You know, like Caesar salad, we all know is not a nutritious food. Yes, there's salad in it, but there's also like 400 calories of fatty dressing, right? So it's all about finding that line. But then when you have 8% of your food really healthy, like even today, like I had, you know, a healthy omelet, I had a healthier um, burrito bowl, like, you know, I just made everything just now. Like, if I want to have a donut later, like that's not a big deal, right? But if I'm having like 10 donuts and then I'm eating one piece of lettuce, you know, that's not what you want. You want the core of what you do to be really good and healthy. And just the same, if you look at 80-20 rule of the day, you could look at it for the week, right? If 80% of your week, you're really resorting to eating the best foods. And then one day you go out to a really fancy restaurant or something like that, or, you know, you have a special experience, an anniversary, a birthday party, an event, you know, you can maybe enjoy a little bit more there within reason and you can have that measure of self-checking. So those are just a few things I wanted to add to those nutritional recommendations. But for strength training, you know, I'm just a big fan of, I, I believe everyone should strength train. And this doesn't mean you have to be slamming bench squats and deadlifts and grunting throughout it, but you need something that produces stimulus, right? You need active resistance. And I really encourage people to actually challenge themselves with the weight they lift. Like, you know, don't be that person that's kind of scared to actually be strong. I do believe everyone should be strong. And I love in particular, like, um, you know, I just got a video uh, from my client Tio uh, last week, uh, you know, she wanted to do push ups so bad. And she couldn't and then last week she uh sent me a video we've been working together for like five weeks and she just did three of them like super good like i showed kyle and they were like awesome push-up and like i love stuff like that you know doing your first chin up or doing your first body weight squat or learning to bench the bar or you know hitting your first 500 pound dead like there's so many different measures of strength but being strong is something everyone should take advantage of and once again having more lean muscle can improve bone density bone health it can improve energy it can actually improve the amount of calories you can um, consume like there's literally just so many benefits down the board and that's why i really do recommend making strength training a core of your regimen uh so kind of making that your primary function um i'd say do at least 30 minutes um you know uh, a session three times a week but these are really low parameters like if you want to see best results, I really do recommend being in there about an hour, five times a week. And then there's more extreme ones too. But I believe committing an hour, five times a week is a very reasonable ask, even with people with incredibly busy lifestyles. Like it's definitely something you can do. And if you really do care about looking and feeling your best, this is a great way to tie it all together. And we all know that 
when we work out, we feel more energized, we feel more accomplished. We want to eat healthier. We want to do good things. So balancing these two factors, nutrition and training are two of the biggest things to get started here. I love it. Yeah. I mean, we could stop right there and that's, that's a full episode, but we're going to keep going because that's what we do. We overpromise, we overdeliver. You know, there's some people here who might be thinking like, oh, but I want to lose weight. Like, you know, working out is going to make me too bulky and, and put on too much muscle and, and all this stuff. But hey, honestly, once again, like just over time, it's literally the best thing you could do for your body. It speeds up your metabolism. It helps you um, consume more food down the road. It helps your appearance a hundred times more than just simply doing cardio. You know, there's one person who might lose 10 pounds. If you lose all of it through muscle, you're not going to look as great as the person who, um, you know, uh, ends up losing it all through fat and maintains their muscle. So with that being said, we're going to jump into number three. Um, most people, once again, uh, I got quite a few texts from even new, new signups um, of clients and they're like, hey, like what supplement should I start getting? I'm like, okay, how's your sleep? Let's dial in sleep. This is the best supplement in the world. Sleep and recovery, you know, mobility um, is, is one of the things I'd kind of add in there for recovery, but proper sleep, like if you're not someone who's prioritizing it, you're getting five hours a, a night, six hours a night, whatever it is, you're going to find that your hormones are out of whack. Pretty much you're going to start craving um, fattier foods, unhealthier foods. You're not going to feel as satiated. Um, you're not going to be able to recover as much like sleep is one of those things that gets overlooked way, way too much. I know we talk about it quite often because we firmly believe that it's one of the best things that you can do for your body. So, you know, and there's, there's a lot that we can talk about going into that is having the, a, a proper bedtime routine, going to the bed at the same time, uh, at the same time each night, waking up at the same time, making sure to not hit the snooze button. Once again, if you're focusing on finding that fat burner and just, you know, going to GNC and talking to the rep, who's going to sell you $300 worth of bogus supplements and you're not sleeping properly, we've really got to have this discussion and, and start dialing that in. So, you know, if there's three, Three things you can do right now, nutrition, training, proper sleep, you will absolutely be set for the rest of your life. But once again, we're going to keep going and, and give you some more stuff to, uh, to work off of here. Yeah, sleep is something I have a really especially tried to, you know, dial in more and more and the more focused in on it, the better I've been. And by sleep, we're not just saying sleep a million hours. We're also talking about the quality of your sleep. Like a lot of times sleep's measured in hours because it's the easiest metric to have. But quality is so important, right? Like, are you getting deep sleep? Now, this isn't the easiest thing to know particularly, but, you know, chances are I'd reckon you're not having the best sleep if you're having way too much caffeine during the day, if you have irregular sleep patterns, if you're not sleeping in an optimized environment, you know, with darker lighting, that's cooler, you know, all these things. Um, I don't want to spend another 20 minutes on sleep here because uh, I really want to get to the next point. So if you want to learn how to improve your sleep, that'll be the second link in the description of this episode. So you can check out our full podcast on improving your sleep and all of our tips and tricks uh, to really make sure that is being maximized but i'm going to jump into the fourth one here and i that is stress management and alcohol consumption i'm going to just add alcohol in there as a little 4.5 but first and foremost the stress management somebody's going to ask yourself am i doing too much have i taken the time to rest you know am i taking care of my mental health these are all things that you know you really do want to keep on the forefront because obviously when you're overstressed you know you're pumping cortisol to your system which can be uh, bad for muscular development 
there's a big star there, Ken, because it does have function for muscular development as well. But um, stress causes a lot of things, right? It causes more anxiety. It can cause, you know, once again, it's just something that can kind of really drag everything down. It can be like that ball and chain on you that can really prevent you from having optimal uh, training circumstances. All the time, uh, I'll have clients say, hey, this has been such a stressful week. And for some reason, like I've done everything right, but my weight is going up a little. What's going on? And like, it's literally amazing that by being stressed and having all these hormones here can actually cause us to kind of hold on to some weight. It's pretty crazy. So do what you can to manage stress. I know that's a very um, blanket statement and we could probably do a whole episode on how to deal with stress management. Um, but once again, that is something I really recommend. And then the 4.5 being alcohol, you know, is once again, some people stress themselves out more by consuming alcohol too much in the sense that it really affects their sleep a lot. It affects their quality of happiness. You know, a lot of the times people say, Hey, like, I just need alcohol at night to feel happy, right? And at that point, you got to ask yourself, ooh, you know, is this something that's controlling me or I'm controlling it? And once again, like anything else here, alcohol is not inherently horrible for you. You know, within moderation, it's fine. You can have that as part of your regimen and you're not going to blow up because of it. But the key point is moderation, right? Like I said, anything can be bad. If you train way too hard, way too frequently, you can get rhabdomyolysis, which is a whole crazy thing, you know, and that's like, what? You think you'd be okay to work out? You know, you hear people that do these crazy runs that are like peeing blood and like all these crazy nasty things. And, you know, once again, that's why everything in life is moderation. And if you want to take a theme from this episode, it's be moderate with everything you do. It's okay to stay up and not have perfect sleep one day of the week, but try to balance it out. And just the same with drinking, you know, if you can really limit it to a few drinks, you know, really limit really, really heavy episodes that are really hard on your system, that will also help, you know, with your maintenance of stress. And the same with caffeine. Caffeine can cause a lot of added anxiety. It can affect the quality of your sleep. And, you know, once again, you don't want to go too crazy by that. I really recommend trying to cut alcohol out about 10 hours before you go to bed. Or, sorry, caffeine yeah, and alcohol. I was about to say, yeah. Both of yeah, them. Yeah, and then alcohol would be a couple hours before bed as well. I think they say two to three, at least to make sure that you're you know, going to sleep efficiently. Um, but that was so well said. Uh, I wanted to jump into number five because you can, once again, these four things, this is, this is what we're talking about. These are the tips that everybody needs to be hearing. And once again, if you've come to this episode and you're like, I, I'm, I'm hoping for a secret, I'm hoping for a magic pill or like a certain supplement, Unfortunately, that's not what we do here, but we give you the real truth. Number five is simply having accountability and the right game plan. Because once again, a lot of people work hard. I know so many people who are working hard. They're climbing that ladder consistently, but the ladder's placed on the wrong roof, on the wrong roof, sorry, right? So you're climbing up and you think you're about to get there, but it's, it's placed against the wall, wrong wall. You need to make sure that you have the right plan, you have that right approach, and it's against the right wall, right? So you having the actual macronutrient guidance, having the proper calorie allowance. If you're tracking your calories and your macros, but you're not in a deficit and you're, you know, just you don't have the right approach and you're working out and you're training, but it's not periodized. And, you know, once again, like if you're a very beginner person, you can get away with a lot of stuff for a certain amount of time until you just hit a plateau and you're like, well, like what now? Like I need to, I need something that's a bit different. I need, you know, a, a routine that's actually customized to me. And that's where Josh and myself come in handy. So if you're a new listener to the podcast, an old listener, whoever you are right now, we are actually looking to take on five more people, which is amazing. Usually we don't do five people, but because it's summer, we're literally 70. 
five-ish days away from summer, we want to give you the advantage to work with us, to have the extra accountability, and to have the right game plan, right? I know so many people who are trying to eat healthy. I get texts all the time or messages, hey, I'm eating healthy, like, but it's not working. It's like, there's a lot more to it, right? So take all of these tips. If you want to apply for coaching, what you're going to do is follow us on Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L. O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Send us a message saying summer special and we will give you discounted coaching if you're the right fit. We're not accepting everyone. We probably will get 20 to 30 inquiries. So we'll have to make sure that you're the right fit. You have the right goal set, you know, the right mindset and everything like that. So one last thing I want to mention, third link in the description is why you're eating too much. There's five or six tips that Josh and myself have put together. Not saying that everyone is, but once again, I mentioned that a lot of times people are eating way above their maintenance for numerous reasons. So I wanted to give you just more content to consume. If you feel like we're the right coaches for you, send us that message. Um, and we're looking forward to hearing back from you. And uh, yeah. Awesome. Thank you everyone uh, who tuned in today. Definitely looking forward to hearing from you. Did you say uh, what they can message us to learn more about that? Yeah. So summer special, you can send us that message oh, on fun. Instagram. One last thing I, I actually want to mention as well. I realized I had this in the notes um, before we end this, if that's cool is mm -hmm. When I came across a lot of the studies, a lot of, you know, pricing and stuff like that, you know, once again, our coaching is very reasonable. It's very reasonably priced. It's not $50 a month, but trust me, you will save money through time, through energy, and above all through long-term healthcare and just fast food, alcohol, like all this stuff, bogus supplements. So I came across a couple different numbers, heart disease, the average person, if you are unwell or if you need a little bit of assistance or you just, you know, once again, in the long run, this is something that could be a cost of inaction from not taking action right now on your fitness journey or hiring us as your coach up to $19,000 per year, diabetes, $17,000 per year, high blood pressure, $4,000 per year, medication for, for, for poor um, or average health, 13,700, um, depression and anxiety disorder, which comes from, you know, being unhealthy and just not getting the results you deserve and just not being in, in the shape that you deserve $5,000 or more. And then on top of that, we've also figured out that a lot of people will eat, um, $4,000 plus just from fast food, as well as alcohol between $565 and $1,345. So just wanted to share these stats with you because once again, I hear some people say, Oh, you know, coaching's a little too much or, you know, I just, I, I can't invest in my health. I can't buy healthy foods. And once again, these numbers don't lie. So if you are looking to take action, hit us up. We're here for you. We care about you. We keep it real. And that's, that's what we do. We're the number one transformation coaches for a reason. And we care about every single listener. If you've made it this far, especially, even if you didn't make it this far, we appreciate you. All right. Peace and love always. If they didn't make it this far. They'll never know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking that too, but I'm like, ah, it sounds cool. We'll roll with it. Well, thanks yeah. everyone for listening. Peace out. Peace and love always.